The following podcast is a production of The Network. Check us out on BICBP-radio.com. What's up, everybody? I'm the Nickel City Nightmare, and this is Common Debauchery. What's going on, everybody? Welcome to a brand new episode of Common Debauchery. I'm going to be straightforward and honest with you. I started recording this episode once, got about nine minutes in, and decided to delete it because I didn't like the way it sounded and the way it was going. So I'm going to try this again. This uh, couple disclaimers, first and foremost, if you are watching, if you are listening to this at a work computer or where your young children may be around, I would put headphones on or save it for a time that nobody's around. Um, there might be a few comments on here that, or, you know, words that come out that may not be fantastic, but, you know, a lot of that is coming from quoting things and so on and so forth. So second, um, this is going to be not political, but kind of about politics. And I'm going to, before I'm going to disclaim this as a whole, you know, when, when we talk about the political spectrum, I am what you would consider a libertarian or a conservative leaning libertarian. Uh, my, my worldviews are basically that I don't believe anybody anywhere, any way, shape or time should be able to tell you how to live your life. And, um, as long as what you're doing doesn't infringe on anybody else in the way they want to live, then you should be able to do whatever you want. Um, you know, if you want to be a pot smoking nudist in your own house, that's fine. As long as you're, you know, not basically banging on your front porch for the neighborhood kids to watch. You know, you're not infringing on anybody's anything. So what's wrong? There's nothing wrong with doing that. If you want to be, if you want to own as many guns as you, you know, enough guns to arm a third world country, you have every right to do so as long as you're not using those guns for nefarious purpose and infringing on anybody else's life, liberty, and pursuit of happiness. Then who cares how many guns I own or how many, you know, what the, what the type of gun I own as long as, again, as long as I'm not doing something that's infringing on someone else, who cares? And that is 100% where my political views lie. And, you know, there are a few, a few topics that, you know, it's, it's dicey on, but uh, I can tell you, you know, if it should be up to the individual, um, everything you do should be up to you as long as you're not infringing on someone else. So that being said, um, the, 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 the part of politics that I'm going to talk about today is the fact that we've we've gotten into this world where our political affiliation has become something that is now dictating our moral code and that to me is a problem you know we when you, when you talk certain politics so you can be pro life or pro choice and normally which i don't believe it's right that you're like say if you're a republican and, you know, you have to be pro-life or you're not a Republican. <clears throat> I don't believe that. I don't believe political, you know, the political spectrum is that, you know, A and B. I don't believe it's that, you know, there's a lot of gray area in there. Um, and despite what social media and the mainstream media would have you believe, it's not everybody is on the extreme of one side or the extreme of others, uh, of the other. So, but, you know... They attack that from a moral standpoint. You know, they, they attack that from the stance of this is what I believe to be okay. But again, I believe that as long as, you know, what I choose to do with my life and my body is fine and up to me. 
and there would be side of that that would say, well, it's not, you know, you're, you're impacting another human, potential human, whatever you want to say. Again, I'm not here to argue that. I'm here to talk to you about, you know, that I understand where the moral line is there. You know, that, that, that they're attacking that particular topic of conversation from a place of morality. And I can tell you that, generally speaking, I'm a little bit more liberal in that in that sense. And that's fine. Um, you know, then, then that's me and my, my views are mine. And if you don't agree, that's fine. And, you know, it doesn't mean we have to have a fight about it. It doesn't mean we have to have an argument about it. It doesn't mean that I'm a bad person. It doesn't mean you're a bad person, but that's where politics has taken us. Politics has taken us to a place recently that essentially comes out and says, you can believe this, but if you do, you suck. Um, you know, you, you can support this, but if you do, you're uneducated. Um, you know, the, the words being thrown around are libtard, racist, snowflake. It just, it goes, I mean, and it's from both sides. And that's what I hate. I hate that politics has become a moral compass. Now, I'm going to, I'm going to go to a place that I didn't really think I would go. And I did, this didn't come out in the first attempt at this, but for those of you who are religious nuts and those of you who aren't something that I tell people regularly when the conversation of religion comes up is a lot of times, you know, religions were a thing that came up as first, as first off the first form of governing body, you know, it was basically don't do that because if you do the God with a cat head in the sky will be displeased and he won't let us grow crops. And then it stemmed into a more, you know, moral code, you know, don't kill, don't steal, so on and so forth. And, you know, as, as science and politics expanded, you know, we, we've seen a decrease in religion and the problem is, you know, I, I believe religion does have a place in this world and regardless of your chosen religion, you know, it's a lot of it's a, a way to instill moral code, you know, and you, you can equate a lot of it to the, you know, you better be good or Santa won't bring you gifts. Well, you know, you better be good or you're going to go to hell. Uh, you better, you know, you better be a good person or you'll never reach nirvana. Um, you know, whatever, whatever, the, like the end game punishment that or end game lack of reward I guess we can say, you know, if you're a bad person, you're going to be brought back as a dung beetle. If you're a good person, you're going to be brought back as, I don't know, a, a, an elegant swan. I, I don't, I don't make the rules. I, you know, I, I don't know what going up would be from that, from a reincarnation standpoint, I guess. But so, you know, so it, it was meant to keep us on a line. It was meant to keep us, you know, to draw the line between good and evil, right and wrong. And, you know, a lot of, much like a lot of religions have kind of skewed politics is skewed now too. You know, there was a, there was a point in time where, uh, during a certain era of the Catholic church, there were Catholic, like essentially soldiers from the Catholic church that went around Europe and essentially acted like Vikings and pillaged villages and, you know, I mean, they went and imprisoned people and raped people all in the name of, you know, I, 
I have the right to do it because God told me I did. Or this man who apparently speaks for God told me I did. And, you know, we are absolved of all sins because we are doing God's work. And, you know, you look back nowadays and you're like, that was a lot of wrong, like a lot of not good. And, you know, but back then that was morally okay because uh, their governing body said so. And that's kind of where we're going in the world of politics today, where it's okay for me to do this because it's less bad than what the other side is doing. And that's not, that's not, that's not a great world to live in. You know, that's, that, you know, that that's a brother and sister saying like, oh, well, I understand that, you know, I, I got, you know, just just to be funny, I downloaded some porn and a computer virus, you know, a, a, a worm killed the uh, killed the family computer. But, you know, you can be mad at me, but, you know, at least I didn't get dragged in drunk on Christmas Eve by my friends like, you know, like my brother did or like my sister did. Well, neither one of those things are probably great. And one doesn't make the other okay. But that's where we are in the world of politics. So, ooh, sorry. Um, so I bring this up because in <laughs> we live in a world of politics right now where you have a guy in office who said, and I quote, just grab them by the pussy. And this became the championed phrase of everything wrong in the world for the Me Too movement. And that's all I'm going to say about that. If you were to have heard my first rant, it it, it got a little off track across the board. But now, on the other end of it, you have politicians coming out and saying, you know, that they're and again, I don't know how true this is, but this is to, this is the exact show that I want. This is exactly what I want to show people is, you know, allegedly Democratic president, uh, vice presidential candidate came out and said that they were proud of somebody. And that person is currently awaiting charges of third degree rape. And, you know, so so where's. You know. I don't know. How, how do you. How do you bash a man for something he said and then tell somebody that is awaiting trial for something that they allegedly actually did and say that you're proud of them? And here's the problem with politics. And again, that's not a great example, but, you know, a good example is the back and forth of how creepy Joe Biden looks when it comes to being around women and, you know, younger girls and stuff like that. And some of the things that Trump has said and done, and you see, you know, a picture of Biden with his arm around somebody, you know, a, a, you know, a young girl or something like that. And it looks a little just not right. And then somebody posts a picture of Trump with one of his daughters and, you know, it's, it's this back and forth. Yeah, but yeah, but yeah, but yeah, but you know what? I'm, I'm done with yeah, but. I'm I'm done with the yeah, but politics. I'm done with my side's not as bad as your side. And here's why. And then the retort is, well, here's something worse. And then we'll hear something else worse. You know what? All you're doing is proving how bad both sides really are. Um, you know, we've gr- we've come to a place where our political spectrum is no longer an adequate moral code for the world. 
All right. We've come to a spot where if you're using your political views as what you believe to be right or wrong in the world, morally as a person, you're, you're lost. You're absolutely lost. So let's think about this for a hot minute. All right. We are now, we, we have come to a place in the world where your political affiliation now dictates what you're morally willing to deal with. And here is where the problem lies. If you have a problem with Trump and his history of alleged sexual deviance and his issues with, you know, cheating on wives and paying off porn stars and saying grab him by the pussy, but you don't have a problem with Joe Biden who has, I believe, eight different accusations of sexual assault against him. One of which, and I could be wrong on this, on this, but one of which is like as, or, or like as recent as like 2009 or 2013, and you have a problem with Trump, but not a problem with Biden, you're wrong. And if you have a problem with Biden, but don't have a problem with Trump, you're wrong. Like, because those things are wrong. Those things are not okay. It's not okay for you to accept one person's deviance because they politically align with you. You know, it's just like it's not okay to dismiss a human being because you don't agree with them because they have a different viewpoint, which generally comes from a different walk of life. You know, just because somebody disagrees with you doesn't mean that they are a bad person. And that's where we've let politics stem into. We've let politics stem into, into a world where if you don't agree with me, you're a bad person and an evil human being, and I can't speak to you anymore. I, I see it every day. I see it every day where I have, I have yet to meet one person in person that I'm actually friends with that advocates for the killing of police officers. I've also yet to meet a single person who's advocating for cops shooting people dead on the streets. And, don't get this twisted because everybody that I do know that supports policemen and stuff like that will say, well, listen, if it's your life or mine, it's going to be yours because that's just how it has to be. And to some extent working in working where I work, I, I don't disagree, but I also can tell you that there are better ways to go about things than some of these cases have shown. And my point being, I don't see either side. I don't see anybody saying, you know, kill all cops. I see people posting strangers, you know, alleged tweets and alleged Facebook posts, which most of which end up not being true, saying this is what the other side wants. They want, you know, they want cops dead in the streets and blah, 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 and this, that, and the other thing. And on the other side, you know, they, they're they're going to kill us all. They're going to kill us all. Listen, there are very, very blatantly problems in this world that need to be solved. There are very, very blatantly issues that need to come to light and that need to be have they need to have a heartfelt yet non-emotionally driven conversation. All right. But when I look and I see 
countless of my friends saying, if you support the killing of cops, just delete me. We, you don't need to say anything. You don't need to fight with me. Just delete me and we can move on. And on the other side, on the other side, if you're okay with the blatant murder of innocent people in the streets, then delete me. We don't need to talk. It's just move on and see you later. And I haven't seen either side of that argument. I haven't seen a single person say X, Y, or Z. And I know some pretty political wingnuts. I do, you know, I know people who can't help, but talk politics. And I know people who can't help, but stand on a soapbox and pontificate, which is ironic because that's exactly what I'm doing, except that I'm not, I'm not on a soapbox. I'm in a desk chair and I'm talking into a boom mic that's hanging off my desk, which is an awesome setup by the way. And I, I just don't know where this outrageous, outrageous claim of there being so many people that are on the political extremes. I I think there are more people there than there were maybe a year or so ago, but I still believe it's such a, a small sliver. And the thing is, if you want to have an intellectual, educated conversation about something, you can I know this because I have, I don't agree with a good chunk of people that I work with politically and there, and it it's because I'm on neither side because something, and I've talked about this in the past, choosing the lesser of two evils is still evil. And whether you're right wing or left wing, you are choosing a wing of a very large corrupt evil bird. So, I just, I get frustrated when I see people talk from a place of morality in politics because politics are the most immoral thing on the planet today. There's nothing moral about politicians. They get bought off and bribed by people with money. I mean, you you have, you have a dude who was born with a silver spoon in his mouth, gifted billion or millions of dollars, millions of dollars, sorry, from his dad and made some good business decisions, made some poor business decisions. But this dude just gets on the Twitter machine and just runs his mouth, just flaps his yapper through his thumbs. Half the time sounds like a, a teenager throwing a temper tantrum with the things that he says. And we have people using that as a moral compass. And then on the other side, you have another guy, a, a dude who can't read a teleprompter for a speech to get his point across. And he's sitting there talking about how we need to fix the things that Donald Trump has done to this country and so on and so forth. And this dude's been a politician for 40 years. This dude's been in office forever. And he's telling us how we need to fix something that a dude who's been in office for less than a full four-year term has brought out and created. And like, dude, what have you done? He's been in office for four. You've been in office for 40. You've both made this country a worse place. And now you're standing on a block of morality while sniffing girls' hair on national TV and like telling us how, how bad of a person he is and everything else. And like, you're no better. None of you are. None of these politicians, none of these mainstream politicians are any good. They're not good people. They're 
they're corrupt, they're hypocritical. You know, it's, it's insane to me. It's insane to me that we as people are looking at two political parties that are so far gone, so far gone. You know, and it's, I mean, it's so bad. I can't even keep my thoughts straight on it because of how, how many examples there are of the insanity surrounding the two political parties. You know, and the justifications for it. Oh my God, the justifications for it. So many people just justify trash behavior because of politics and it's insane to me. And we're starting to do this in everyday life. This is becoming common debauchery. It's becoming so common for us to do or say things that five years ago, if you were to go back in time and tell five, yourself five years ago the things you say, think, and believe based on the, based on the world today, you might, you'd probably slap yourself. You would probably slap yourself. You would probably look at yourself and say, you've got to be kidding me. There's just no, there's no, there's no excuse. There's no excuse for it. You know, there's, there's absolutely no excuse for perfect example. All right. If a, if some, if a person were to take an AR 15, go across state lines, underaged and say, I don't know, open fire at a concert or a school. Right wing gun owners would say, well, he broke the law when he crossed state lines. He broke the law because he was too young to have that, that particular rifle in either state that he was in. And he brought a gun to a no gun zone and then he killed people. He broke all kinds of laws and that's not okay. The only part of that story you change is he went to a protest to allegedly protect businesses that he, in a neighborhood he was not part of, he did not belong to. And regardless of what happened prior to him shooting and killing two people, he shot and killed two people. All of a sudden, well, he was attacked and he was self-defense. And... (laughs) Oh, excuse me. Uh... I'm going to try to try to, yeah, I'm not going to edit that part out. Never mind. Um, so goes, goes across the state lines, illegal, you know, too young to own the weapon shoots two people, despite the fact that they were attacking him. Yes. You could claim self-defense, but the problem, the problem with that is if, I mean, he broke multiple other laws to get to that point. And if he wasn't there, he wouldn't have gotten attacked. And if he, I mean, you could even say if he wasn't there holding an AR 15, he may not have gotten attacked. Maybe he was, you know, pointing, threatening, I don't know. And now the same people who would say he doesn't speak for all good gun owners. He doesn't, you know, he, he doesn't do, or he, he doesn't, he's not, he's not one of us. He's not a good, you know, a, a, a good gun owner. Those same people are saying like, look at this. He, he's a hero. He's a patriot. That's morally reprehensible. It's hypocritical beyond all belief. If you break laws to do something with a gun, you're breaking laws to do something with a gun and you make law-abiding gun owners look bad. 
regardless, I don't care if this guy, if you, if you think what he did was right or wrong, if you've ever stood up and said as a gun owner, which I am and said, listen, this person does not represent law abiding gun owners, the people who you want to, you know, the people, the people who are going to follow whatever rules you pass. If you've ever stood up and said that about a, you know, a mass shooting in this country, you know, whether it be the, the concert in Vegas, the, the schools, whatever, if you've ever stood up and defended gun rights after an event like that, and now are defending the 17 year old who went somewhere he, in my opinion, probably shouldn't have been. And, you know, there's law, there's law enforcement for a reason. And if, you know, we want them to do their jobs, we want them to do what they do, then like, I'm sorry, this kid should not have been able to go there, do what he did, walk past police officers without being arrested, and then wait a couple days, and then now all of a sudden it's coming out like, well, no, it was self-defense. Okay, well, what about the other laws he broke? Because that's what we talk about when we talk about people breaking laws and doing things. You know, we talk about them breaking the law, and that's what this kid did. He broke the law. The things that he did were illegal and whether or not you dictate the actual shooting itself as legally defined self-defense, he still broke laws and he should still be charged as such. And to say otherwise is a hypocritical as all hell, because if he shouldn't be charged, then nobody should be charged just because it fits a narrative doesn't make it okay. And that is the problem. And I'm, and I'm going at, I'm going at that from the standpoint of a gun owner who has actually defended Pete, you know, or defended gun ownership from a, you know, you can make all the laws you want, but that dude was not allowed to own the gun. It wasn't his gun, which means it was illegal for him to carry. He crossed lines. He went to a school or, uh, you know, anywhere that isn't, you know, anywhere that he should not have been with a gun and shot people, which is illegal. All of those things are illegal. And I'm, and I, and I've said that and saying, you know, that no, no law is going to prevent that. Well, no law was going to prevent this either. And I think the kid should be in all kinds of shit. I think he should be in all kinds of trouble because if one dude's not allowed to do it because you don't like the outcome, well, then this guy shouldn't be allowed to do all those things just because you don't disapprove of the outcome. I mean, again, the outcome doesn't the outcome doesn't change the legality of the situation it just, it it doesn't and that's the world we live in where i approve of this outcome therefore i'm okay with him doing all the things he shouldn't have done that led up to it no he shouldn't have done all the things that led up to it regardless of the outcome and the fact that you're okay with the outcome you're okay with him taking human life makes him no better than the people who were allegedly attacking him and you're all wrong. We we don't have a political problem in this country. We have a morality problem in this country. It's become so common that because our morals are dictated by our politics, we have a morality issue in this country. You know, it, it's it's not okay. Half of more than half of what's going on 
in the world today. You turn on any news, any news station, and none of it's okay. Very, very little of what you see on the news today is actually okay. And yet, every single thing you see on the news, you see one side arguing for it and one side arguing against it. And there was a point in time, believe it or not, there was a point where a guy or girl would get on the TV, sit behind a desk, and read something that was called the news. And all it was is they would say, today in Buffalo, a 33-year-old man sat in his office and recorded a podcast. And maybe they would give a few more details. Maybe they wouldn't. And that was it. And then at the end of the broadcast, the man with the awesome mustache would say, and that's the way it was. Sorry if that's a little Sean Connery of me. That's the way it was. Maybe that's better. But he ended it with that because that's just the way it was. That's what happened. Now you read the news or you watch the news and it's sensationalist journalism. It, it's it's so blown up and inflated. And then they give you the opinion and, you know, the outrage and the ridiculousness. And then they could report something that is so sensationalized that after the fact, two to three weeks later, when the actual true facts of the event are given and released that they no longer matter because they've already painted the situation in such a way that you either believe hardcore one way or hardcore the other way about it. And the facts no longer matter. I'm sorry, but the facts matter. And if you don't have the facts, you shouldn't report on it as if you do, because it's causing problems in our country. It's causing issues in in all in all realms it, it, i mean and again and, and i'm not just speaking from one side or the other I, and i hope i hope you guys realize that I, i'm I, I you know i hope you can realize that i'm sitting here saying we have a huge morality problem in this country when it comes to the, to the news media regardless of what channel you watch we have a huge morality issue in this country when it comes to people and their politics. And one of my first episodes of Common Debauchery, I talked about how the world is living in this conundrum of the lesser of two evils. And I know I touched on it earlier, and I'm so tired of it. I'm so tired of, well, this guy is not as bad as this guy. We're literally sitting here in this upcoming election saying this sexual assaultive idiot is not as bad as this sexually assaultive idiot. That's literally what we're doing, regardless of what side you're on. And people are sitting there saying, listen, somebody like me is sitting there saying there are other options. There are other people, other people that the two main candidates will not debate. They will not talk to on TV. They won't even acknowledge because they know they're going to get destroyed. For you Trumpers out there, the cockiest man on the planet will not talk to a third-party candidate because he knows he's going to get shredded. He wants to talk to Joe Biden. You know why? Because Joe Biden can't complete a sentence. Biden wants to talk to Trump. You know why? Because he knows that Trump's going to talk himself into looking like a moron. Neither one of them want to talk to a third party because the third party is going to just absolutely slice and dice him on TV, on national TV for the world to see. 
I would be interested to find out the last time that a third party candidate was allowed to be part of a, a, an actual presidential debate. And if you're listening to this and you've made it this far to the 32 minute mark right about now, I want you to go and look, look for a third party candidate. Look for somebody that is not named Joe Biden, that is not named Donald Trump, that is not controlled by the ridiculous right or the ludicrous left and find someone that actually speaks to who you are as a person and who you want to be. Because if you are sitting here talking about how Trump is the answer or Biden is the answer, I'm going to look at you and say, that is the type of person I don't want to associate with because you know why? Because they're not good people. You're putting your hat in the ring for a guy who, and again, I can say this and you don't know who I'm talking about. You're throwing your hat in the ring for a guy who treats women like objects, who thinks he is above the law and is basically playing on you and your emotions to get your vote. Who am I talking about? Which candidate's that about? Both of them. Do some research, be intelligent, and don't just be a babbling drone for the left or the right. The last thing I'm going to leave you guys with, and I know this this episode was not nearly as fun or lighthearted as my bring, Bring Back MySpace episode or whatever, but if you've made it this far, thank you. And the thing I'm going to leave you with is don't put your moral compass on your politi- on your political affiliation. Believe what you want to believe. You know, have an educated view on the world, but do not rest your moral compass on the Donald Trumps and Joe Bidens of the world. Don't don't even rest your moral compasses on the Bernie Sanders of the world. I know there's a lot of people around my age that love that dude. And I'll tell you, that dude is as big of a hypocrite as the other two, because he's telling you that if I, you know, if we all just pitch in a little bit more, we can all have a little bit more while he has three multi, you know, million dollar homes throughout the country. But you know, me and you should give up more. This dude could literally sell one of his houses and probably put a decent chunk into that, you know, a neighboring neighborhood that's hurting and put a good dent into their problems and you know nope nope but we should all give up more again i digress i'm not going there but i mean these guys they're all they're all ridiculous they're all over the top and in the in the world in the words of a pseudo semi-famous canadian enough is enough and it's time for a change Thanks for tuning in, guys. I I apologize that this one was a little bit more, you know, straightforward and not nearly as fun or debaucherous as you'd think. But uh, I'm working on it. I need I need to work on better topics. It's just th- this has been something that's been bugging the crap out of me, and I see it more and more every day on my social media accounts. So that being said, if you enjoyed this and you want something that's going to talk not politics, which I'm going to try not to do ever again because this sucked. Um, you know, check, go over to www.bacbp-radio.com. Check out all the awesome podcasts over on the network that you heard at the front of this episode on the bumper. Uh, probably pushing, probably going to be pushing forty total podcasts at some point here. Um, you know, you can check me on social media, Derek Jaws on Facebook. Um, they're all listed on the bottom of the thing uh, when you upload this episode. 
the underscore nightmare 716 on Instagram and at coach jaws 25 on Twitter. You can see me go back and forth and, you know, talk crap with people on all the social media forums. And then check out my other two podcasts if you're a pro sports fan. Hats, tats, and stats dropping weekly NFL updates starting tomorrow on Wednesday. And we're going to do a season-long pick with my other two co-hosts, or my other three co-hosts. And check out cool stuff for that. We drop some pretty funny, cool stuff and conversational pieces. And if you or someone you know is in the realm of prep baseball looking to play high school, college, and beyond, check out the Tip of the Cap podcast, which is all about prep baseball in the Western New York area and beyond. I've talked to a lot of cool people, including um, guys from PBR, guys from you know high, like you know college coaches from all over the country, scouting uh, agencies, so on and so forth. So head on over, check that out, and let me know what you guys think. As always, can, this can be found on Spotify, it can be found on Apple Podcasts, and on the BICBP Radio Network website. Again, www.bicbp-radio.com. Again, guys, thanks for tuning in. This has been Common Debauchery.